Um, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the From Lucas to Love podcast. It's your boy, Young Bushido. Um, I'm here with the usual Danny Tendo. Yep, yep. I was also joined today by um, our ever faithful one and only Josephine. Um, What's up, guys? Yeah, and yeah, today we just decided to just come on and give you guys a really quick episode, you know. Um, yeah, let's just let's, let's start, man. Um, how have you guys been, man? How's your month been so far? Um, what have you guys been up to? Anything, events will happen. Um, yeah, um, Dad, you want to go first? Um, I've been chilling, you know, I took like a week off work. So this past, this week has been chill for me. So this month in general has been pretty chill, to be honest. It's been relaxing, you know, getting some things off my shoulders and all that type of stuff, you know. And yeah, you know, this month has been good. So the only thing that really happened, I can say like, you know, maybe the week off for sure, you know, and... Papa, um, and we have a release. Yeah? We have a release date for and that to May twelve. <laughs> May twelve. We have oh, a release date for and that May twelve. And that that's the uh, Stainos first record mm. with uh, OD. So May okay. twelve. It's coming out with Ijoya as well. So big things, big things. Thank you. Nice. Man. So you guys stay tuned, though. You have a preview. Any little snippet you can play for yeah. Um, with the snippets, we already. I mean, we played it last time, but I, right now I cannot play any snippets right now because I, you know, I don't have my equipment. I'm going over my phone. But we did. Yeah. And that the, play it next. Episode. What happened to the whole like sound floor thing? Has it like fully launched yet? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're just launching it now. That was going to be our first record, and we're going to start from there and keep pushing from there. Oh, so is it like more a, songs? Is it like a music label type P? Or yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, okay. That's yeah. exactly it's gonna start off like that. And it's you and Steph, thing. right? Yes. Hmm. That's yeah, a really yeah. clever name. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I really like the logo. Thank you. Like whoever designed it, they did a good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know Mark, Mark Cotton. Hmm. Go check out. But yeah, um, now how you guys doing? Yeah, I mean. Josephine, you go, you go. I'll go after you. Oh, I'm doing good. Just chilling, like like um, Daya was saying. I'm looking for a new job, <laughs> honestly. So I've been interviewing a lot. Um, but going to the gym. Oh, I went to see Bert Kreischer, the comedian. Oh, comedian, I know. Columbus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Came to Columbus, bro. My cousin and I were the only black people there. My cousin and I. Oh, and I'm I- surprised <laughs> that you went to go see him. Like he seems more, he's very like white audience type, like yeah. others like Joe Rogan type people as well. Mm-hmm. We see him mm-hmm. and stuff like that too. So I'm actually surprised. Mm-hmm. How was the show though? Was that I mean, yeah. What's he known for? No, I know it's comedy, but like, is it just stand up? Yeah, I just stand up. Oh, okay. I've not heard of him before. That's crazy. He's on yeah. Netflix. I enjoyed his specials on Netflix. I'm like, oh. he's coming home, but something to do. Let's go see him. And it was my cousin's right. um, birthday present. And he was like, nah, this is not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weak. I'm not surprised. Like, his comedy appeals to a specific demographic. If you Google the guy, too, like, and you look at him, like, you know what I'm talking about. Like, the Bird Crasher guy, like, Oyimbo dude, uh, the big stomach, and it's just like, yeah. His humor it's is like- very, like, all these. Like, I don't know how to describe it, but it's a very particular type of Oyimbo type of humor. Mm-hmm. Like, that is very prevalent among them. So I'm not surprised, like, that um, 
like I'm surprised that you went to that P. What am I saying? Yeah, I'm surprised that you actually went to to go watch him because I ain't gonna lie to you. Me, I more related like the Dave Chappelle slash black comics more than me too. Me too. Yeah. I thought it was just something fun to do. And he takes his shirt off at every show. That was every, funny. Bro. Uh, no, no, no. Every single every show. like billboard and stuff. He's always that's a signature, like his shirt off with his big ass um blue test one. Billy. One dude like I, I don't know why you know, he's coming to my mind now that you're talking about like white comics and stuff, is Russell Brand. I have never gotten into like that nigga or his oh, really? comedy at all, man. Yeah, and I feel like is that somebody like is it is this I feel like is that somebody like who you went to go see? Or is it, do they have like some kind of... No, uh, not really. Russell Brown... Oh, okay. Russell Brown is really out there. <laughs> He's more... Okay, Russell okay. Brown feels like more social commentary, like commenting on social okay. issues. And... Okay. Ray Crasher is like a traditional stand-up, like... He's like, um... All those like... Bill Burr. Sandler, like, Bill Burr. Oh, okay. Bill Burr, like, um... Joe Rogan type of like comedy. I don't know if okay, you're... Okay, okay, makes sense. Like makes comedy, sense. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Makes yeah, sense. like... Those Andrew Schultz type guys, like yeah, yeah, yeah. like you use his personal life experiences to tell a story. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, I actually like that. I would like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, me, I need to go to more comedy shows. Like I've never been to one, but I just don't know. Like, yeah, it just I need mean, like what I, I need to do is like yeah, that's like, like more more type P, bro. Yeah, like an adult, like you go with your yeah. babe and like. You know, yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah. but two things I'm tired of is clubs and and like going to go and eat. You know, bro, clubs are like, not fun anymore, bro. Like <laughs> they're not. Since yeah. for some reason there was just a switch for me last year. Like, bro, I'm I'm even more comfortable just sitting in my house, bro, than going to the club. Yeah, on go, bro. Like, the yeah, I think also too like <laughs> we have to kind of be realistic. Like, why do we even go to the club in the first place as niggas? It's like to go and find beeps, and if you have like a beep at home. Or you know you, you have like a raw style, so why are you going to the club? Yeah. Like it's kind of yeah. pointless. <laughs> I want to say raw style. No, I'm not saying that. Like, but I'm just saying like that was the mentality I had. Like because like yeah, but let, let me break it down. And niggas won't say the truth, but I will tell you. I will say the truth for niggas, man. When they stopped rocking, you know all these like grinding and shit like that because of rape culture banter. That rape culture to kill. That's what first killed the clubbing scene. It first killed it because it was becoming slow because niggas couldn't just go and grab babe now and just be rocking on her anymore, you know. And you know, it's because that becoming slow. Then COVID hit, then everything just died, you mm. know. For I really, I feel like you know. But and something else I feel like is that, to be honest, is because I'm in Columbus, bro. Other cities, bro. I feel like I'll still go out a little bit, oh, you know, and shit like that. But I like, bro, maybe bro. not as much. Maybe not as much, though. To be in honest, because I used to go out a lot. Guy in this Dallas, bro, their own is fucking extreme, bro. They party till like six a.m. Like I'm, I'm so used to the East Coast with like two a.m. But here yeah. they have like club after the club after the club. Like <laughs> you be going home, right? Bro, I'll be so tired. I'm like, damn, like fuck. I'll be feeling like old, and I'm like, bro. Yeah, like, I just know, like it's just not even fun being out this late. Like, I need to sleep, bro. Like, <laughs> like I enjoy I mean, sleep now. Like, I appreciate sleep more. Like, now that right, right. I, I definitely feel you, man. Because yeah, I wouldn't be able to do like that kind of late. I'll probably just go for the late ones and just eat the early ones. I'll probably just go around like one or two. And it's kind of like, to, like annoying too because a lot of the clubs, yeah, like the music they play most of the time too, don't be that good, especially the African mm. clubs. 
Like a lot of times they play like all the old songs. Like for some reason, it's like DJs are allergic to playing like new songs or something. New, bro. I, I don't. I've never gotten that like ever. And it's never been like even the the DJs that are supposedly good, right? Yeah. They usually play like, like for instance, we'll be in twenty twenty two, right? Right. We're playing, but they'll be playing like maybe. 20, no, I said 2011, like 20, 21, 20, uh, oh, 20 records. If, if they yeah. Have, they have they also play like, they also play those records. Yeah. But there are so many records this year. Like, you should, aren't you making like updated mixes for like, you know, I, I, think I feel like every year. I think they're yeah. playing records that they know the crowd will go for, you know? Yeah. For the new music, it's it could be a hit or miss. Yeah, but like, but you know for sure. I mean, I, there are some undeniable new bangers, though, that you hear that, you know, okay, yeah, this one is a fucking banger, like, like, I should be going to the club right. and hearing Sumba, no fall, like, right, yeah, like, that song is a fucking, that song has been doing it, man, I'm not tired of hearing that song now, to hang on, like, <laughs> that's Sumba, right? Yeah, 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 like, yeah, I'm tired too. there was a Get period it. where, like, everybody snapped, you clicked on, it was Sumba, like Sumba, yeah. Sumba, Sumba. And it's a fucking manga, I can't lie. It's probably song of the year yeah. right now. Like, but right. those, type of, those, I mean, but going back to what we're even talking about, like, it's just those are the type of songs I would still like to hear in the club, but not like the old, like, um, when I hear boom, 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 I'm like, ah, oh, brother, like, come yeah, on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and that's like, how I felt about, okay, go ahead, man. No, 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 go, 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 keep going, because I, I, I feel like that, that's why I felt about kind of transitioning to new music, right? That's how I felt about the. Uh, um, some of the records on the Budgie's album, you know, a lot of people were saying that yeah, we're fucking with it, but I feel like some of it was a little dated, in my opinion. Like it sounded like old, oh, like maybe I feel like you've been sitting on that album for a while, you know. Mm-hmm. Like some of the sounds are like are recent and not like they didn't have any like new song really. I feel like or well, some of them are new, but you know they weren't really like any of the recent sounds. All the sounds and the the beats and the, the productions aren't dated. Yeah, he, he's been probably sitting on it because if you think of it, like, before that, the last thing he dropped was that compilation project. Uh, that's what I call it. Yeah. Uh, right. The one with... Um, Magic or something. My Everyday oh, ID, yeah. ID on the microphone. I thought that that song, all those ones, like... But yeah, um, oh. before we even... Just going back real quick, like, for me, Sha, I've just been... This whole month has been kind of, like, hectic for me. Like, I'm prepping, yeah. I'm graduating next month. I just did all that. So, like, I just bought my suit oh, everything. I still have to hire another one. Congratulations. Yeah. Think, man, it's not been easy, man. I've been doing this scoopy for the last 10 years, and I'm kind of, like, over it already. Like, Because if you think of it, bro, when I first came in 2013, it was Columbus State. Now I'm about to be in 2023. Like, it's... Damn. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I've been going to school, like, more more than I've not been in school, essentially. Like, I think it's just mm-hmm. one or two, three years that I've not been in school. But... I mean, you had that big break in between, though. There was no break, bro. Think of it. Like, there was really no break. Because I mean, like, you know when, like, you started working a little bit? Um, I done my old Colombo job. But, bro, yeah. that was really, like, because that was from February 2018. Then I went back to Franklin University in... Um, right, right. True, yeah, true, I went back to... <laughs> due to the, you know, the, you know the people you can't talk about on here, but that whole P. Yeah, I went back to Franklin. <laughs> <and> I, <laughs> I went back to Franklin. And yeah, I'm just happy to be... I'm hoping to be finally done because if they tell me that I was going to do PhD because of, like, some other stuff, that's dead as fuck, bro. Like, I rather... Ah, bro. That's dead, dude. Like, no, nah, we have to find another alternative, bro. But, yeah. um, Yeah, I've just been dealing with that, like, and um, 
prepping for my grad, oh, trying to finish my final project, and also balancing all these jobs and all that stuff. But yeah, yeah that, that's been for me. But um, a lot. Yeah, just yeah, back onto the new music. Um, yeah, you just we just talked about Bagada Express. Like, so do you listen to the whole project or like? Yeah, I listened to the whole project. And some of those, there were good records on there. Like, Bodge, of course, he did his thing. Like, you know, it's a good album. I just felt like, you know, it was just a little dated, you know, sounds that sounded old, you know, some sounds. Like, the, the song with Pretty Boy Do in particular, that one was like, really, I felt like, damn, this song was old. But uh, all in all, you know, Bodge did his thing. I, I think that they need to, I don't know what it is, but. I, I would like to see Bodge a little bit more than I do. You know, even if it's features, because, you know, Bodge, he'd be killing features, man, crazy, man. So I would like to see him a little bit more than um, than we do, you know. I mean, I really that... like Mobe. But you are savage. Mm. Is that the Mobe, one? Yeah, that, yeah. Nah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that one is yeah. old, though. That yeah, it is. <laughs> like... Um, I was surprised to even see Awolowo on there, even though he had like bro, 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 bro. But Awolowo, whiskey's verse, whiskey killed that verse. Thank you for everything, man. Let me go to that album. <laughs> whiskey killed that verse, though. Yeah, but yeah, I, was I don't surprised. know if that, like, that, that, Awolowo, like, bro. I swear, yeah. Awolowo, came out when I was still living in Columbus, and that was like, oh, really? yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, like yeah. the fact that he's dropping, like, it reminds me of when David o put Fall on um on that his album. On yeah, the, um, what they call it? <laughs> it, it good yeah, time. It's just one streaming numbers, bro. Yes, exactly. It's one streaming exactly, numbers because it doesn't fail. If you do it that way, it doesn't lucky, fail. That, uh, lucky love, bro. Buju, man. That Buju, Buju on features. I don't even understand, bro. But listen, listen, try and play lucky love. Lucky love is a good song, bro. You like that song? Let me, let me, let me, let me see if I can give them a. Yeah. Uh, snippet now, but the thing is, though, like Buju, do you feel like Buju performs better on features or in his own songs? Like, I think, I think because the, the production and everything, the people behind it, the promotion of these records, they are always better when he's on he's on a feature with other people as opposed to his personal records. That's I think that the problem is, and he it doesn't really have a lot of personal records as well. You know, like the only I think the only like, the only he has only that project that I just put out. Which was kind of like you know, it's kind of mid, right? You know, nobody's really like clinging on oh, to this because they really didn't go to his features. Yes, yeah. they don't really talk about that. I mean, some of the songs, but the people really cling on to his features like crazy. Everybody's still talking about like he came and know, went looking uh, finesse. Huh? He came and went like yeah, know. he came and went exactly. You know, so I don't know. I just feel like I don't know what the, what it is, but. He definitely like the features. He just kills it. The thing about his features is like it almost sounds like a buju song. That's how like most of the features are. So it's like, I don't smoke know. when it comes to features, man. Like he's ready to bro, bro, play this record, bro. It's crazy, man. Yeah, like, I I just came in. <laughs> it's like, bro, you know, you made a mistake asking him to come on the record. Too. I'm weak. Say I'm missing, missing, missing 
That was just like, I don't want to take this podcast down, but that was just like, yeah. of lucky love. Um, I mean, this sound bad. Like, I don't like to you like super, super slow, slow songs. Don't Afrobeat songs don't be doing it for me. I like the ones with a little Same. bit higher, like BPM. Mm. Like, right, right, like right. you you get that just feeling to dance because I feel like Afrobeat is what is really right. Afrobeat if you can't dance to it. I can't lie to you. Like, exactly. Right, really Afrobeat right. if you can't dance. So it's like, um, but yeah, you right. know. And Afrobeat has like so many sounds. Um, what's her name? Yemi Holiday was talking about this on um on lip service with Angela mm-hmm. And it, it mm-hmm. and it's true, it has so many different sounds. And she was talking about like all the different different states in Nigeria and how all those states have their own specific Afrobeat sound. But you know, mm. I'm with you, Sultan. If it doesn't make me want to dance, I'm not feeling it. But Which is sad because there are some great, I'm sure there are some great slow songs, but it's just like, damn, like most of the time, I ain't gonna lie to my mood is not even in the mood of listening to Super, unless you sound to knock, like there's no really, oh, mood I'm good. <laughs> so like listen to super, super like slow music for me, I ain't gonna lie to you, like unless I'm in like an emotional mood or blah, blah, blah. Like, but, I mean, would you be killing though? Whenever you hear that, mm-hmm, or whatever, like you know, it's about to, yeah, to, yeah. and it's, 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 it, it kind of it's funny because that's why whenever like I tell people like whenever people I, I tell people like oh I don't, I don't listen to Afrobeats which I don't but on my phone most of these Afrobeats it makes sense because people feel like okay Afrobeats is mostly just fast songs but like I really sometimes I really listen to the slow ones too like when the vibe hits or something like that you know I don't like I feel like there's R&B Afrobeats too and yes, I think hip-hop. people just feel like Afrobeats is straight just fast music you know but I mean, there are different sounds, like you said. Like, for instance, the pH sound. The pH sound is very different. The different kind of Afrobeats to um, what the what's in Lagos, you know. So that's a good that's a good point, you know. And this pH sound is a little bit. It's a different bop. It's a different speed. Different like so. Uh, Afrobeats is very huge, you know. There are different. You can get the fast. You can get the slow and stuff like that. But I definitely hear you do when you guys say like you know. You know, you'd rather listen to the fast ones. Like, um, Boja's album was all over the place for me. Get Out The Way sounded like a feature record. Which one? Which one? Boja's album? Out the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, the new album that we, we were just talking about. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You said it sounded like a f- future record? Mm-hmm. I mean, let me play. What's the name of the Get Out The Way? Yeah, Get Out The Way. Afrobeat to Ash Trap. Yeah. It's, okay. it's a definitely a drill vibe. The way it starts. You know that? Yeah. This doesn't sound too bad. I like it. I 
Nah, that like I'm 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 so here for this African drill like movement that's going on. Like, right. Yeah, like yeah. I love the Kumerica niggas, man. Those ones are the real ones that like <laughs> killing this drill. Oh, like, I mean, I mean, you know what I'm talking about now. Those yeah, but sorry. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's his name again? Um, huh? Is it J Bad? There's J Bad, and there's another one. The one that did your talk, your talk, or whatever his name is. Oh, your talk. Yeah, your talk. Yeah. yeah. Before we just think it's here. But, now uh, your talk, Azu song. I like that song. Azu. And first sermon and second sermon. Yeah, yeah I have to talk. Like, what do you guys feel about this um, Quick Woody Traveler song? I really like it. The one by um, Black Sheriff that's been like out here and it's been yeah. number one. Uh, apparently, it was even the most Shazam song at one point, like in the world, whole world. Like, oh, oh, wow. because of this yeah. whole TikTok, um, because you know, when Loki went kind of viral on TikTok, like the whole um, yeah. hands in the air or whatever, no hands. TikTok is where the money's at, honestly. Like, yeah. it goes it's out just really TikTok, catchy. you are set. But you guys, right. you guys really fuck with the song. What are you guys' opinion on the song? I've um, just heard that part. Um, yeah, I've just heard that part. Josephine, you go first. Oh, that's yeah. I was just saying, I've just heard the TikTok part. So you've never listened to the song at all? Okay, let me play just like half of it so you at least know. Yeah, play it because I haven't listened to it too. Yeah, you've not listened to it? Yeah, I'm surprised you avoided the song like... Because the song was everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I've listened to the TikTok part now. Different. Okay, but is it the same? Like, is it a match? You know, it's like a, it's in the air. This one just watch it. No, no. I can't believe Yeah, but that was just like part of the song. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a great song. I really like it. Like, when he dropped the snippets, like on Twitter, everybody was going mad. And like, mm-hmm. when he not finally dropped it, like everybody, the song blew up like fucking crazy. I think that's his biggest song like ever so far now. Oh, wow. Uh, of course. Yeah. I also think I think the reason why is just like it's he's a good artist. Like he's doing something like different in a mm-hmm. way. Like you know. He real sound African, like yeah. Like that exactly. whole real, like he he merged it well with this whole Ghanaian, like Afrobeat, right. like sound. That's a. Like right. when you hear a Black Sheriff record, you know it's him. There's no denying. He's That's been killing it this year. That his feature on like um always has been like he's definitely one of the like features of the year for me. Like because his verse is more yeah. like 
everybody like whenever they want to post a snap or something with that song they always like you know like that instagram slider now that lets you pick the part of the song everybody always yeah. picks that his part and i'm sure you guys have heard that song now the one with um darko yeah 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 yeah, he's been trying to black sheriff, man. I really fuck with that song, man. I definitely hope he drops. Wait, like, is he is he coming out of like Nigeria or Ghana? Is is Ghana? I know he's he Ghana. I know, but is he like? Huh? You didn't hear the accent. <laughs> no, 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 for sure, for sure. I'm just saying, like, because all these guys, I feel like they're like, you know, like they're they're, they're coming out from like um, Nigeria, for instance. Not coming out. That's what I'm trying to say. Like this Yoto guy, for instance, he did a song with Bad Boy Teams. You know that Azul song, and I, I was this guy, this black sherry. I just don't song in Nigeria. Um, Burner Boy now. Um, the second sermon remix. Oh, second oh, sermon remix. Okay. Have you, what have what you, else? Is he doing his promo through Nigeria? Like you know, like yeah, 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 yeah. He came out. to Nigeria. He actually came to Nigeria. Okay, that's what performance. Yeah. To like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nigerians with him a lot okay. though. Nigerians work with. Yeah, because that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, I'm 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 trying to make no offense to yourself. What I'm trying to say is if Nigerians fuck with you, like you are here, you know, essentially, because like he's a Ghanaian and like, you know, he's really doing this like became big as fuck. And I don't know, I've seen I think there's a link to it because he came like he's doing PR in Nigeria or something like that. Because that that um TikTok P, the TikTok P for instance, I think that was strategic from his team, you know, to like use oh, that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. TikTok yeah. has been a blessing to Afrobeats, man. It's crazy. Like for sure, man. It, bro, um, this I, guy. I, the Afrobeats is here to stay now. I don't even think, you know, like, you know how I, I didn't I don't think it's like one of those like trends that will just happen and just die. The way, like, you know, I don't want to say reggae, but reggae sometimes will go and come and go. But now I think Afrobeats is here. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, Every, I don't take offense to that because, like, when you talk about the biggest Afrobeat stars, they're Nigerian. So, although Afrobeat right, right, right. Ghana, it's like there's no denying that the biggest ones are from Nigeria. Yeah, I mean, you know, like it's all Africa at the end of the day. Like we're all trying to push that whole Africa to the world, even though Africa has two countries and different sounds, but mm-hmm. like, right. Afrobeat is the most prominent one now. Like, and it's primarily West African, so. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, hopefully, like, we get bigger and bigger because that means more opportunities for Africans to be recognized on the world stage. And you can never really say no to that. Oh, like, um. So, um, Whiskey missed out on the Grammy. I don't know if we we talked about. I remember we talked about his. Nominee. No, I don't think so. We didn't. Like, so, what do you guys think of it? Because it caused a whole like uproar, like on Twitter, like Angelique Joe. Had to go switch off her comments and stuff like that because you know how like whiskey the FC stands are now. Like, I mean, we don't even have to say because we've experienced it on this podcast too. Like, they are like, <laughs> they're with Beyonce stands. I'm joking. No, Beyonce stands are mad too. Like, they they're are. on the same level, like the barbs too. Nicki Minaj stands, oh, like, yeah. every of them that are like mad. Like, Bernard Boy stands too are crazy. Um, David O stands there. They are 30 BG stands are mad. Like, and the thing is too, like, but I was listening to Motolani's podcast and he mentioned about how, like, these artists have group chats that stoke, like, these mad stands that feel, like, super emboldened to, um, to go and start, like, tweeting nonsense at these other artists that 
Because a lot of times, if you notice, like, there's a lot of these fans that start these Fugazi rivalries with these guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I honestly feel like a lot of these Whiskey and Davido stuff is usually the fans that be starting all this stuff. And sometimes, like, Whiskey and Davido be feeding into, like, exactly. those things. Yeah. And, yeah, like, something similar happened here too now because his, his babe slash manager, Jada, went to go and do, like, a Twitter and delete. And, like, it caused a whole uproar to add into the beef to the fact that, like, Angelique like, just switched off her comments, which is crazy because, like, the song she won for, like, rightfully won it. Like, Whiskey's the song that was nominated, um, Essence, it was Essence now. Like, yeah, Essence wasn't necessarily fit that category the best. So it's like, what are they expecting? But, you know, because Whiskey has been the one, like, the most prominent one, I think, so far, like, Afro, Afrobeat artists, that's why, like, everybody was, like, mad because they really wanted that Grammy. So they can say, like, I feel like Whiskey fans were so sick because they really wanted to brag that, like, um, you know, we did it on our own, blah, 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 like, Whiskey, no industry, push, blah, 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 type stuff. Like, I feel like that's, I feel like that's the main reason why they were, like, so salty. Because they really wanted to have that one, because that's the one of that Burner Boy has on him, on, on Wiz now. And I feel like they wanted to, like, sort of, like, equalize that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there'll be definitely more opportunities, and hopefully, like, he can finally get that one that he's been so, like, that they are, They've been so desperate for, but um, I feel like Angeliki Joe rightly wanted, and she's a Grammy baby. Like you know, they don't necessarily give awards to like the best or something. It's like whoever like fits or whoever makes the whole music industry happy or the Grammy Academy mm-hmm. happy. Uh, what's the, the, the Grammy community happy? Like it's it's whoever they they decide to give it to you know, and you have to have like industry connections and stuff like that to win those type of awards so i'm not even like surprised but yeah um so what do you guys think now like do you guys what do you guys think about that whole thing like yeah i mean oh go ahead i I was just gonna say like i just like that you know that when grammy conversations every year you know at least because most of these uh, musicians, they seem to care about it a lot, which I'm not going to lie. I don't really know why, because most of the times we get these awards, it's in like world, you know, these crazy categories, world category and shit like that, which I'm still wondering why, like, I, I mean, I do understand why, because Afrobeat is really mm-hmm. doing a lot. And I understand why we feel entitled to win these awards, because for instance, Essence really did, like, I don't even know who Anji Laki Joe is, you know, and... I mean, I know she is, but my point is I've, her records, I don't really know her records like that. And I, I don't only think because I'm Nigerian, the reason why I know Essence. Even if I wasn't Nigerian, but I would know Essence. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, that song was internationally, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not just in America, it's like internationally. So it's like, I really think, you know, I can understand why they feel slighted by, but I'm also happy that, like, you know, <laughs> next year, Whiskey might win this thing. Because the same thing kind of happened to Banana Boy too. You know, they didn't give him the one, and they gave it to Angelique like Joe. The next day, if BBC comes out, I think he said he's working on another project, you know. So it might be that next year that you get it. So I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, the fact that he's even nominated, you should be happy, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. Artists, like, make it off just being Grammy-nominated. Like, they don't even yeah. need to necessarily win the award. Like, that's already... I mean, obviously, it's been nice to win it, but, like, if you don't win, I don't think you should be too, too, too mad, like, because wow. you're up against, like, other healthy competition, you know? I don't really think it's subjective, like, 
there's really no like it's all it's just the, the, the committee's preference at that point. Like, yeah, like you said, it's just these are fans that because you know this uproar out of nowhere. Like, I are you part of any are. any stand group? Ah, uh, <laughs> the only one that I would have said that maybe I was part of that people can always see Bonaboy, but even now I'm tired of Bonaboy. I've said it. Like, <laughs> I, I don't want to hear from him, but I'm not other than that. I'm not. I don't have time to be standing anybody. I beg. I mean, I yeah, it is a full-time job <laughs> because every day, just yeah, every day somebody's going to be mad at your whoever you're standing. So if you're a stand, it's, it's really, really, is it that you're unemployed or you just don't have anything to do? Like you're just bored. That's it's a full-time it. job. Right. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um. So what what else is there? Let me check what um we do. Um, TV shows. Do you guys, what, what have you guys been watching like so far? Any new shows? A lot of shit has been coming out and stuff. Like anything? Has anything caught you guys? Is like I. Like, so Abed Academy mm. just wrapped. Um, I've been trying to really get into it, but I can't. I don't know why. But I I see it everywhere on my timeline. Abed Abed um is it Abed, Abed Elementary? Oh, up at elementary, yeah. Mm. Have What's you guys that one about? It? It's a mock you. It's kind of like a fake documentary, like a mockumentary. Oh, I think please, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm cool. I'm cool. Like the office type thing. I've seen like yes. oh, that stuff. <laughs> yeah, like that. Mockumentary. I'm using anything else there. What else are you watching? I've been watching old stuff like Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Martin, just the old shows, but not, nothing new recently. Oh, I finished watching, um, you know, that show that, I, oh, let me think about it one second. Sorry. Let me think about the name. It's a Netflix reality show. Um, Ultimatum? Yes, that one. The I heard Ultimatum. about it where it's like, um, they bring couples who haven't gotten married yet or have been dating for like a year and on the show like they have to date other people and come back to see if they like each other and you have, exactly. to, is that it? Like, you have to give somebody an ultimatum to marry you or something even though it's over exactly but the age range is so wild it's our age our age group and they are giving each other ultimatums about about um getting married and having children and I'm just watching it like yikes and um the people who are not, the people who are not willing to um, make a decision yet, they have to date somebody else within that same group, that same group of people. It's awkward. Ah, man, that, would you ever? How would you react if a babe gave you an ultimatum to be like, "Marry me in, in six months when I'm out," type of? But you, I really like the babe. Yeah, you're madly in love. I mean, okay. See, okay, okay. Yes, now why don't you marry Anon? If you like the baby, like I marry Anon, what are you doing? Oh, okay. That's simple now. There's no that ultimate. The, the, uh, I don't know. See, to be honest with you, eh, if you don't, if you are with a girl and you're your girlfriend, why don't you marry her? Like, what are you waiting for? It's because we're not sure, like, you know, and it's not sure about, you're not sure yourself. So if mm-hmm. you're sure about what you're doing, eh, why not? But if, if you give the ultimatum, 
six months and I'm still feel I still feel like I'm not ready. Um, I'll edit, like I'll just I'll just vibe for the next six months. Then <laughs> after that, we'll end it none because she too she's not ready. But it doesn't really mean it doesn't like for instance what I'm trying to say is it doesn't mean that like if she gives an ultimatum six months right I don't think she's necessarily giving you a like, six month ultimatum like after six months she just wants you to commit to her you know I mean any kind of commitment is like would be would solve that issue you know most of the time people do that because they feel like you're not committed you know so. No, but- I'll show they left. Like, if the person was like, I'm not going to marry you, they broke up, and that was it. Because I commend them for doing because, like, don't let nobody waste your time. I mean, I don't oh, yeah, that... there is wasted time, though. Just curious. Like... Say that again, please. Huh? Now, as one of you believe that it's wasted time, I personally don't believe it's possible to waste time because it's like, bro, like, I don't know, they each experience a learning experience. So, how do you necessarily waste your time? Because you guys can give birth, um, not give birth, you, <laughs> you guys can have children for when, like forever. Women, we have a certain age that we can no longer bear kids. So we have that type, that type of clock on us. So it's but the thing is, you know, you can want to get a kid anytime you want if you want a kid that bad. Because having a but kid so- and being in a relationship are different things, you know. But right. some people want the whole package, you know, to be in a committed relationship in a two-parent household. That whole package. I mean, that's nice, you know, but setting a specific deadline, you're setting yourself up for failure. That's what I personally think. Like, you just yeah. have to go with the flow. And if you feel like your time is running out to have kids, go and adopt. Or go and do... Um, I agree and- something. But, you know, some of us want our own children. Well, <laughs> Some of us on our own kids. You want a little mini you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's, that's true. I'm not gonna pretend that's not true. Like it is true. Like, but if you think about it, it's crazy though. Like because I don't think you know a child is a child. It's not like is it's not like it's I don't know. I personally think a child is a child. Like adoption or listen. Uh, Otherwise, yeah, but. Yeah, I mean, so you said in the story the guy broke broke up with the girl uh, and like left her because he said he wasn't gonna marry her. Or the girl, yeah, it's it's um, well, what am I trying to say? It's men and women. So the man will break up with the woman if they're not willing to have kids with them or willing to marry mm. them, or the woman will break up with the man if they're not willing to do the same. So yeah, gotcha. <laughs> It's really interesting. I mean, if you have time to waste, you should, you should, you should watch it. Netflix be putting out some trash, man. I can't lie to you. No idea. Stuff went down so bad. Like, they lost bro, My Netflix did not even... I'm so happy. Bro, first of all, can we talk about Apple? Please, I'm tired of Apple.com bills, bro. What? <laughs> they be killing me, dog. Because, first of all, I'm just happy that I don't even know what... I've moved that Netflix now because now I'll be trying to go on Netflix and it's telling me to restart my membership. So thank God for that. But the rest of them, the Apple just be every time just remove $2.99, $8.99, $17.99, one Sometimes it will I'll put everything together and remove everything at once. Bro, that shit is crazy. Be killing me, man. I hate that shit, man. I don't know. Yeah. I might need to just remove my card one time and you know, figure out figure out what I'm paying for because I just feel like I I have all these memberships just coming, don't be removing like bro. You know? 
why did we even like what's the point of getting away from cable because we're essentially back to cable now like because everybody and their father is watching streaming service like yeah you see what snoop dogg said he would do snoop dogg like um he became the the ceo of death row and he now said that like he's going to launch um he's going to make he removed all their catalog from spotify everything Oh, and it's going to make it like a death row like streaming app where you can subscribe to listen to death row music. I'm like, bro, so this, this subscription culture is going to kill us, bro, because like, at, at one point, everybody's going to just start doing subscription, like for every little thing. Like, you're going to, because if you think about it, it's already here. Doing that. Like, there's subscription for everything now. Like, and it's Even like kind of annoying because it's like by the time all those subscriptions go out of your account in one month, it can end up being like 200 300 dollars. Mm-hmm. And might as well have paid for cable if you're going to do all of that, you know. Like and cable is like 200 dollars a year or 300 dollars or 400 dollars a year. Like, so what's really the, the big difference now? Because every every like CNN now, they just have to they have to just uh disband their whole like um, they did CNN Plus and they just had to disband it because they, they spent like $30 million on it or something and they only got like 10,000 subscribers. Yeah. Like, people are tired of subscribing to shit, right? I like to you. Like, I remember like two or three years ago, Netflix was really the only one you could subscribe to. And like, you are fine with that, you know? And now, and like, it was cheaper. Yeah. And now, self, like, the fact that they're even dropping like some bullshit and they will cancel the good shows. They will just be putting out some bullshit on there and be telling you that like you should now and they'll be raising their price like it's like they raise their price like every three months. Like so I'm not surprised that, that shit went down like that. Like because barely anything good to watch there. Hulu too. Hulu to be hanging on by a third because there's there'd be nothing to watch on there too. Like Bro, Netflix is trying to punish people for sharing their passwords. That one is where they're really going to fuck up because yeah. that would be their biggest mistake ever because a lot of people are like, just be like, well, fuck Netflix, bro. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of those views they were getting on all those their shows that they were using to renew those nonsense shows, it would go down by force. Like, because ain't nobody is going yeah. to subscribe to this nonsense. Man. I really, bro. <laughs> bro. Anyways, like, what, what else is there? What else do we what else do we have on this list? Um, bro, the, the Banky W whiskey shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the topic yeah, yeah, yeah. Banky yeah. W. Whiskey. Yeah, so, so, um, for people that don't know or are not aware, Banky W went to go do an interview with Ibuka, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> the way he said that, bro, like, <laughs> like he went to go do an interview with him. <laughs> but go ahead, bro. No, he had to go do an interview with Ibuka, and Ibuka ended up asking him about, like, his relationship with Waze now and stuff, and um, he asked him about, like, firstly, I, I think one of the first questions he asked was, like, if he was disappointed with um, didn't come to his wedding. And back in the week, was like, yeah, you know, that, like, he, even though he tried, blah, blah, that like, he was still disappointed. And the internet, they, they were like, then Whiskey, who rarely tweets anything or uses his Twitter, Quoted that shit and put LOL. And that now caused like funny a whole... Yeah, that was funny as fuck. That caused like a whole thing. Like, because everybody was like, whoa, like, we thought you guys were cool. Like, we thought you guys were like um, cordial and everything. But yeah. apparently, you know, that was like a myth. 
Right. So, um, yeah, what do you guys, um, Josephine, are you familiar with the story at all? Like, are you familiar with what happened and all that? Yeah, I saw the post on Twitter. Banky W was trying to save face. He was talking very um, calmly and was talking about, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's whatever, it's whatever. Trying to make it seem like there's no beef, but then Whiskey um, made it seem like there actually is something going on there. So that was interesting. I just think that they should have dated this for a long time ago. We already know this. We know there's beef between two of them. Banky Dovey definitely coming out to me and to act like um, he didn't like you know what I mean for him to if if he says that oh they asked him questions is a lie because he this whole thing was probably said they probably knew what questions they were going to ask him all of that so to still be talking about this risky piece looking for trouble and he's trying to like I don't know whatever he's trying to do I don't he shall go teacher because I don't know we already know the story we know that it's not like. It wasn't smooth, you know. I mean, the way Whiskey left, because the way he made it sound like, okay, after two albums, Whiskey just said he didn't want to do it again, and he left. Especially when it's a five-album contract. Yeah, that's who gave like that. That's very Uh, crazy because who just does that? Not that. Who just does that? that? Yeah, Yeah, it must have been some beef. It keeps the same in the press because look at what we're doing right now. We're talking about him. That's yeah, you, yeah, exactly. Because that's a long time ago. And something else about this thing is that, and this is what people were saying too, and I've heard that part of the reason why was because um Banky W was kind of like started becoming, I guess, he started telling Whiskey what to do, and you no, know, Whiskey wanted to do his own thing. He wanted to move around certain people, and, and Banky didn't want that. And Banky mm-hmm. didn't want him to do something or work with certain people. Banky. He sounded like Banky became a little more like he wanted, he, he felt like Whiskey was getting big and he wanted to kind of like make him still be under him. You know what I mean? So he kind of like was trying to control him in a way. So, and Whiskey wasn't going for that. Whiskey wanted to, and the narrative is if Whiskey had stayed with Banky, he wouldn't have been big as what he is. You know, my Whiskey wanted to spread his wings and like boom, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, you know, there were more people. We never really know. Yeah, and we never know for sure. But I was just narrative, like, you know, for sure. Like, because what Whiskey did after that, in Bermuda, after that, it became, like, like a global star for stuff, for real. So, like, we never know for sure. But the whole thing just made Banky look bad, in my opinion. Like, optics, but he should have just done it. So, just the Whiskey P, oh, yeah, it's something that, even they asked him, which I know they would have told him, or he could have told them beforehand, don't ask any Whiskey questions, you sure. know? Because I said, you know, risky things, you know, whatever, or not talk about it, you know. So, because the whole interview, I don't, I didn't hear anything else in the interview without risky people. Exactly. No, that clip came relevant. out. I mean, like, that five contract fee doesn't seem, because there's no way they'll just let you go, seeing that potential, seeing what you've done already, because this is after Superstar and all that stuff, like, that, that was one and of the, that, and that that's like uh, a classic like that's a nigerian like every bro we were all dead you know, when superstar came out now like that was it yes now album took the whole nigeria by storm everywhere you go mm-hmm. every song on there was a fucking banger so you can fucking imagine like baggy w seeing that seeing this as an avid opportunity to make money and just saying oh yeah well because we don't want to fight with you we should just go there's no way he went that smooth yeah. 
There's no way. Like, for sure. But I don't feel like Banky W is like a troublemaker that will just come and say. I feel like he's probably trying to, he probably like trying to just, you know, give a calm answer, like based off how he really, really feels. Like it might not be, I don't think he's as like calm as he because there's no way, bro, that you are just seeing like um yeah. whiz now and being like, ah man, you won't be thinking like shit, like you know. I should be eating mm-hmm. up this a little bit, you know, like I'll be yeah. that too. Like, and if, if they're like him, I would feel like, oh, where's this kid owes him some money, you know? So won't be surprised. Which would be fair. Like, won't be surprised, but no, which is Nigeria, fair. You know, yeah. Nigerian music industry so, has no structure. Like, so yeah, there's no structure. I mean, see, it's just it's crazy because back then, too, like you can imagine, because whiskey is almost. Whiskey feels like this. The reality back then too was that Whiskey felt like Banky W was taking more money, was taking money from him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like he was, he wasn't really disclosing how much or giving him the right percentage, how much he was making, and all that type of stuff from shows and all of that. So that was another reason why he felt like he wanted to leave and all of that. I just feel like you know, I, I feel bad for Banky in the sense that you know there was that there was no structure back then to. So at least, because whiskey just was go scruffy like that, you know. Even Drake, Drake had to finish all his, <laughs> had to put out his album before he left YNCMB, you know. Even though he did it like sketchily, so he still had to put those albums out, you know. So I feel bad for Banky, you know. But at the same time, I I don't think this helps anything. It just makes him look bad, you know. So you really think whiskey ripped him off? No, 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 no. Exactly. I think because of the lack of structure. Both of them felt ripped off. You know what I mean? They like this kid probably felt like, oh man, this I don't know what's going on with my money. I don't know if I can trust you. I don't know how big or how much you can do for me. You know what I mean? Or and Banky feeling like, oh, I've done so much for you and you need to do this and do that, and you're not doing it. And you need to give me my albums, you're not doing it. He probably felt like so they both felt ripped off. And I think the, the main issue there is a lack of structure. I mean, hopefully they reconstruct because we all remember those like Polacho Boy, Polacho Boy yeah. Whiskey era, like um, yeah. Banky W slash Whiskey era, and you know that whole EME is eight. Like, that was, that, was, that was like a bad era of Nigerian music, man. Like, that was really the era that really yeah. blew Whiskey up on the local level before like he started yeah. this international P. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, hopefully they like reconcile whatever group they have. But as calm as Bucky W is trying to play, it's not really like it's very evident that there's something. And there was this whole Sam Cliff that I was gonna throw himself in there. Um, like Sam Cliff, who is apparently dropping a um, Sam Cliff, the Nigerian producer, who's apparently dropping like a an Afrobeat documentary on like the dark side of the Afrobeat industry and stuff like that, like. Oh, it always right. seems like he's somebody that um, seems like he seems like he, he has this old aura that he's been slighted by the Nigerian music industry as well. It always seems like from just his whole like social media presence, and apparently he's going. He says he's going to talk about the whole issue in the thing because you know he was there, like he was the one that did Pakuruma and all those things. He was like the, mm-hmm. the biggest producer during that era. And I can't lie to you, though. I was thinking back. I'm like, damn, like. So I'm glad really made some mad bangers, but we just like, you know, he just fell fell out of the way. Like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, 
And but his influence in that era is very clear. So it's just like like damn, like but I mean yeah. I, 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 when he drops it, shall we shall be looking forward to it? Like mm-hmm. yeah. I can't play Bianin does too. Like you're right, his influence, but again, it's simply like if there was more structure, all of this, like we'll know we'll be able to go back and you'll still be able to make all these. Because then he was even saying in the rants I was ranting that and what's it called? Banky told Whiskey to remove Sam Clay from the record when Sam Clay was there, you know, right in front of him. Oh. So, and I'm like, okay, this just sounds very like, you know, Banky's getting into his ego bag. You know what I mean? Take that nigga off the record because I'm the one that is the boss type of shit. That's what it sounded like, you know. But all of that at the same time, I just feel like Sam Clay, you're bringing yourself into the equation when it's not really about like, you or anything like that. Tell us what you need. Tell us. Stop telling us what, <laughs> like, not telling us from your bringing yourself into this. Like, it's about Banky and Whiskey, you know. So that way, I, that's why I feel like it can be a little bit biased when he's talking because he's only talking about from his perspective. Like, he might have felt slighted by what Banky did, but that's not really gonna give us what the relationship between Banky and Whiskey was, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, like I said earlier, man. Hopefully they reconcile, bro. And like, because that that was really like a a great partnership, man. And it was definitely like a great time in Nigerian music industry. Like, and yeah, we'll see, Sha. Um, Rima is dropping a deluxe of, of his um, Rivers and mm. Rivers and Rose. The the album he just dropped, and I just want to know, are you guys looking forward to it? Like, what's your opinion on the album? That that has like taken a couple of weeks to like settle in and digest. Have you gone back to it? What do you guys think? Um, that you go first. That Rima album, I've not gone back to it too. I didn't ruin it, but I would like Rima is still doing his thing now. Like I'm, I'm going back to it. Shot. What about you? Have you guys gone back to it? No. Yeah. No. yeah. Oh, sorry. So no. go ahead. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've been, I've, I've gone back to it, like. Three of the songs are on my playlist, so I guess that counts as going back to it. Like, um, I really fuck with that fresh young nigga, man. Like, his performance on that song was mad to me. Um, what else? What else? What else? Which other songs? Um, are you there? And calm down. Those are the ones that I would say are my top, top, top ones on that album. Um, but yeah, like I, I that calm down song, bro. For instance, but I don't know. I like that song too in the beginning, but like there's a part that you just it just loses me, like in somewhere there. Like I'm like we start singing, so I'm like, bro, this is not sweet again, bro. That shit is but so like, painful, man. It's so huh? painful, bro. Like when you have a song and like they just lose you at a specific part. Yeah, yeah. It's annoying, bro. But yeah. Anyways, that's three songs. I mean, I feel like those songs too are the songs that like you know everybody can like. I like that song too. I like those songs as well. You know. Yeah, doing things. Did you go back to it? No. So I heard it when we when you guys first talked about it on the show, but no, I haven't revisited it. But I'm looking forward to the deluxe though. I'll start listening to it when that comes out. I feel like the deluxe, deluxe will be better. No, he said yeah. he's going to feature like Alami Day and all that stuff in there. Oh, uh, I love yes, Alami now. Day. Yes, that, that, that would make sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. First of all, I love Alami Day. 
But yeah, man. Um, so this is a very delicate topic. Um, I think it was yeah, it was last week where this whole thing was trending. This whole Chris Land video. So it all started um, when Ubi Franklin tweeted about like his friend whose daughter was raped on his country to Dubai and um, the school waited like a whole month before they told him that they, the school is going to do pregnancy tests and stuff like that too. And um, there was a video of it where, and like, unfortunately I saw like a, the, what do you call it? Sort of like the thumbnail of the video, but luckily, Somebody put it on top that please don't open this video. This is child porn, blah, 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 blah. Like, well, Nigerians were sharing that like whole tweet. Like, bro, Nigerians are mad, dude. But, anyways, that, that, was, that, was, that was the side note. But, like, they were like sharing the video. Um, wow. It was like a video of like, apparently, it was a video of like um, three, the three, 10, they were all 10, 11, 12, like 12, 13 year olds in the video. Like having sex and stuff like that too, and apparently, like the story, there's a story that came out that was like from truth or dare, and there were multiple videos recorded, <laughs> like and people were trying to slut shame like a little girl, like bro, oh, these are kids, bro. Like the problem, I'm a, I'm a... <laughs> bro, it's crazy, man. And like it, it was a whole like national story, like they shut down Chrislands, all the Chrislands in like in Lagos and stuff like that, to based off this whole P. And yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of simmered down, but that was really what like um caught like started this whole um whole thing. So I just wanted to, wanted to get you guys' opinion on it. Like, I want you guys to think of the whole issue. Like, off the top of my head, what's crazy to me is just the fact that that they, they were sharing it on social media. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I think are still letting that retweeting out now. Nah, that's crazy. Like, I don't need to see that shit. I don't want to see that shit. But like, exactly. I, bro, I went to secondary school too, bro. I will say this too. Some scandalous shit be happening. Though. I don't know how bad it is. Something I didn't see the video. Maybe that's why I'm talking like this. But some scandalous shit be happening, though. Crazy scandalous shit, though. And even in my time, too, I've heard them like you know maybe not shutting down schools to that that to that extent, but you know people getting expelled. You know what I mean shutting down the whole class, SS threes, mm-hmm. you know that type of shit. Now, you know I feel like the only bad, the only crazy thing now is like the social media. But 12, 13 year olds. I mean. Truth or dare, it's funny to me. <laughs> really? I'm mortified. I'm so mortified. Because a 10 year old cannot consent to sex. That's a 10 year old. That's crazy, though. Bro, you are sharing child porn, bro. Nigeria men were making fun of the girl. Oh. Like, um, Sugar Belly was tweeting that like people were photoshopping the girl's face on a horse and oh. uh, like some a 10 year old girl, bro. And I feel so bad for those kids because. That video is gonna be online forever. Like, mm-hmm. luckily their names were not out there. Like, but it's just yeah. like them. Like, they won't be able to like live because yeah. I guarantee you now. Like, everybody in their sets yeah. so, has seen that video and they know them, and it's gonna be mm-hmm. stigma because should be sticking with you throughout Nigeria Secondary School, bro. It's fucking crazy. Like, yeah. you could do one thing in GSS one and in GSS um two three four. Um, I said GSS four. <laughs> in SS one, you still be hearing about it, like. You have to change, you have to change school, though. They have to change school, all of them, bro. Special. It's gonna be hard because, like, you know how like people in the same age range of in different schools always like, they, yeah. Yeah. 
I'm yeah, we all start to each other in different schools, and so like, yeah. they and that video is women national, so it's so kind of like hard for us to avoid it. Like, we just have to hope that people forget about it and like that doesn't they don't the kids don't want to do anything really drastic to themselves because of that because exactly. we know how africa africa has lots of form that they don't be fucking but see our fucking population there's a reason why nigeria is 200 million people and those 200 million people did not come out from nowhere like they came mm-hmm. from niggas fucking and doing some wild shit so it's like our whole attitude towards sex in our country is just crazy but because we need sex education for young kids man like we really do. We do. We yeah, do. but and, and the fact that, like, what's actually even crazy to me is that, like, the fact that sex, right, has become such a problem that we feel like when, when these kids are doing it, right, we can't control them. And when they do do it, we, we have to shut down the whole school. And it's a big problem. We still have it, like, bro, this thing is this because sex, like, people in universities get expelled for having sex. We it's crazy, bro. Like, you know what I mean? That's to me. That's, that's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it is insane. So it's like the, uh, sexual orientation. We need to have that whole discussion across all boards, especially for kids like this. Now, in fact, that like you know, I'm not saying it, it, it's the fault of the school or whatever, but for now watching this kids. But like I don't know. It just seems so ex- crazy that like okay, because it sounds like something that can happen. You have a lot of kids together, and they are playing truth or dare. I know adults that play truth or dare. And, Next thing you know, then it's what the first question is: Oh, can you suck a breast? Or, I, I dare to suck a breast. There's you always know, that one nigga, bro. There's always that one nigga in every yeah. <laughs> so like <laughs> imagine like so I can imagine kids. But of course, that's why what they're, they're doing, you know. So it's not that crazy, but the fact that now they have to like, shut down those school, it's all over social media. To me, that's a crazy thing. We need to like we need to really orientate ourselves on like, this whole sex thing, like sort of saying. Yeah, man, like, bro, <laughs> like, Nigerians are honey, but we like to pretend that we just leave it to, like, the way we even act with this is kind of mad, because it's like, we act like niggas have never, like, bro, it's like, man, I just don't know how to fucking describe it, man, like, it's just fucking insane to me, but, you know, this is Nigeria, bro, like, nothing should be surprising us at this point, is what I personally feel like, like, because... Like, there's nothing we've not seen in this country. Like, every day we hear of some fucking mad news, and it's just like, bro, it's just kind of annoying as well. But I, I really hope those kids get, like, the help they need, you know? I hope the parents... I are agree. Because Nigerian parents, their first instinct when they see something like that is to start beating the child. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, ah, yeah, fast, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're not this thing, this this thing, and you know, before not actually like impart imparting the lessons that will actually help the child, you know, like, like, you know, like, I I, I don't even know if, for instance, this type of thing now, they'll probably get punished for embarrassment rather than get punished for they shouldn't even get punished. They shouldn't, yeah, like that. Hey, guys, you know, because I don't know if you did, like. We can talk about oh, uh, we shouldn't have such but fuck, man, fuck, bro. Like, and kids are curious. I know, like, at 13, like, what I was thinking about, like, th- that was when I started watching, like, at 13, 12, was when I started watching porn and when I knew about sex. Wow, that's early, bro. Yeah, I lost oh, yeah, like, me and my daddy. Like, in Nigeria, there's no supervision, you don't really have <laughs> supervision like that, so it's like. My vision is housemaid and driver. Yeah, the housemaid that's watching, bro. Yeah. My housemaid used to watch porn. 
on the live TV. I came, I remember that was the first time I ever saw Bruno. Bro, Pierre, I remember I came back from school. What? Bro, I came back from school. Like, and no shame. Bro, I came back from school and the, the driver, the houseboy were watching from the classroom. And bro, my, they, my little brother was there and he came in and just sat up and while watching porn. Like, bro, hey, <laughs> like a movie. Bro, yeah, bro, bro, bro. I, you know what's funny? I, I, I'm just imagining your dad was the one that walked in on them, bro. No, no, no. no. See, my mom walked in on us one time. Like, me, my husband, I walked in on his phone. My mom just came in and she dragged the phone. <laughs> the first button she clicked, opened the video. And for some reason, like, after that day, we never even talked about that stuff. We just, like, my mom just, like, that shit just died down. Like, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> nobody got a talking. Like, nobody got. We all just are like. <laughs> I remember being so, like, scared, but my mom just never brought it up. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess. This yeah. is I remember, I remember when my mom caught me. I did, I think, what she did, she, she did talk to me. My, my mom, she'd be talking to me with prayer. Hey, they were having money my mom, on. too. Mm-hmm. Should not be saying, oh yeah, like any spirit of you know pornography or anything like that in any of our kids, remove it. I'm like, bro, all that type of shit. She be like, you know, she, she, I don't know. Everything just has something to do, with, and that's something that fucked me up. Everything has something to do, like, oh God does not like this. I'm like, ah. hey God, I never understood that. Like God mm-hmm. was like, you know, bro, you know, you know, like it. why did you let us knock then? You should not, uh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like, bro. I never understood this whole religious aspect of punishing people for like sex, like something that's natural and that we all want to fucking. Oh God. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, what the, what's that topic? I think we don't. Do we have any other one? Okay, there was this whole um Osinachi, the Nigerian singer that was killed by her husband and her husband was detained, like. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the whole like um topic. Yeah, I saw the the Twitter thread that you sent. Yeah, also not she want you could like um apparently like her husband had been beating her and their kids like mercilessly, mm-hmm. like you know, like she but she didn't really show it and stuff, and the whole family kind of knew and like, didn't say anything. Yeah, like, you know how Nigerian attitude towards marriage or African attitude towards marriage, you know, like, it's better that you stay with your husband and just work it out, you know, like, that the fact that the marriage is together is the most important thing. It doesn't matter how, whether you're happy or the person is maltreating you, like, the fact yeah. that you guys are together, you know, like, that whole stigma really needs to, and I feel like that's really what so it's like. Um, she's really prominent, great gospel singer, and like, yeah, just a life wasted due to, like, a man that could not control his fucking anger, bro. Like, niggas that their first instinct is to, like, I don't even see, I don't even know how a nigga can just, like, willingly go and start punching or fighting your mm-hmm. wife that's, like, defenseless, you know? It's kind of like, bro, like, you got, you, and it's those same niggas, they don't gonna fight, like, um, a nigga their own Other size. people, yeah. Yeah. They don't gonna fight a nigga their own size. It's like, a nigga that, like, oh, it's, it's, it's a very, like, defenseless, like, person, like, kids or, 
their wife that they take out all their anger on and it's so annoying and senseless man like and he took all his all her money like every single profit that she made went to him directly and he would just give her just enough to take care of the kids and feed the family that was it hmm. financial abuse physical abuse mental abuse yikes i mean yeah like women man please if your husband or anybody's malfitting you don't even trying to give second chance or something like that because those second chance stories always end in, in something else like death, death something like mm-hmm. that like do you, do you guys think there should be some kind of i mean maybe there is but like something like actively helping women in marriages in nigeria like to help them like, oh, if you want to leave oh, leave oh, yeah. let's help because i'm tired of because i'll be hearing i was watching one and uh, not to call them out to but anyways, I was watching one and uh, that tools are me pod. Oh well, I don't know if you guys know the part. They, I was just watching something, and there somebody sent a question about how her husband. <laughs> which I'm sorry, I'm laughing. She said her husband had cheated on her for five, on her five times, and that basically she was asking her what to do. That he cheated on five times and like they've been married for like and they've been together for like five years, but she doesn't know what to do something like that and they're like oh leave 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 i'm like bro like why is this always the convention is always tell them to like leave like leave and do what like it can't be that easy if they're still in the relationship for that long like, nobody wants to be get getting abused bro, you know it's society bro the society has to have a sort of like cultural shift to where like marriage is not put on this pedestal that it is because exactly in african cultures marriage is on a very high pedestal bro it's like mm-hmm. a very senseless ideology if you really sit down and think about it that like bro why is it so important that these people are married that like that like why is the fact that marriage itself is a funny thing to me i think about it all the time like if you think with the way people like we celebrate it in our culture and stuff even here and there like it's it's very mad like just think about it now like you're literally just celebrating the fact that people decide they want to be together like that's what (laughs) we're celebrating i'm like it's this thing where like a married woman essentially has a higher social status than a, a married woman. That's why, like, doing weddings and stuff, like, people feel they have the audacity to go and ask the married women in the audience to come and start going to serve food because um, they're unmarried women because they are single or whatever. Like, stupid stuff like that happens because we place marriage on this very, very high pedestal, man. And so, I'm yeah. not sure, like, I, 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 I don't want to sound like a hater, but I just be like, we, no, I, I get it. No, no, I be thinking of myself too sometimes. Like, think of it like, especially like women that celebrate like engagements or stuff like that, like the ring, you know, think of it, think of it like, it's literally like <laughs> that celebration being picked, essentially, like the whole culture of engagement and marriage and stuff. It's like, right. It's just a very old, very big old to pick me culture. That's what I personally think. Like, because at the end of the day, like, it's nothing special that's happening. You just have to, you want to be this person. And anybody can get married, bro. So why is it so, like, you can really just go to the courthouse now, like, and just go and get married. Like, it's not that hard. Like, like, right. yeah. So it's just like, bro, why is this whole, why are we putting so, so much, like, emphasis on this P that we allow mm-hmm. it to dictate our whole lives and our whole culture and everything. And, 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 if, and the wedding industry, no, it's a small industry. It's a very big industry. Especially, especially the Nigerian wedding industry because we are known for our weddings. Like, oh yeah, that I, don't know, I ain't gonna lie to you. That's one of my biggest fears now because, bro, 
the, the cost of some of these weddings that I've seen is just insane to me, bro. But what do you want to do if, you're, if that's what your wife wants? You know, because that's what she's been indoctrinated in her life. All her friends have big weddings and stuff. What were you not doing at that point? You know, like, man. <laughs> thank God. Thank God. They, they... Before you marry her, my um, wife. You cut out. What do you say? Oh, I said, thank God. This is why there's a reason why you cut your wife before you marry her. Because my whole wife can almost be wedding, like by love, by God's grace. And even if she wants a big wedding, but I don't even know, man. I'm not a big wedding type of person. Not because of the money. It's just, I mean. Yeah, First off, I think the code, the code to do wedding now is destination wedding. Do destination wedding and you'll be safe. It might cost a lot of money, but you'll be safe from all these big, big wedding. You know, do just go to a far place. Nobody can come. And, you know, that's the best thing. You know, but but weddings in general, bro. Bro, one of my weddings, one of my guys, one of the, he's doing his wedding in, doing his wedding recently. In Colombia, bro, crazy. I'm like, oh boy, shit. I did, uh, it's, it's expensive, man. Like, conversation from here. I know one of my co-workers in my old job that has to take out a loan for their wedding. Like, bro. I'm like, is it, is it really that deep? Bro, like, people, yeah. are the people going crazy on you're right. People going crazy on weddings, bro. Like, insane. Right. But I mean, I mean that's, that's do you guys want to get married? I no. Mean, ah. No. I'm sorry, I didn't mean it like I'm weak. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, oh, no for real. Uh me personally, like I wouldn't mind it. Like if my wife really wanted to, like, but I can live without being married. Like, yeah. Like if I find a woman that like that. I want to settle down with and like we're we're consistent with each other. Like I mean, if she says you gonna get married, I'm like yeah, like no pee. Like mm. wait, so she has to say yeah. She, now she go marry you. I mean, now she go. I said you marry me. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I think women have a way of always like telling you this stuff without actually like telling you. I mean, not have a way. They will tell you, you know. And yeah. if you are still the one that is you, yeah, ignoring all the signs, they will tell you. So technically, you know. You still have to be the one to propose. I don't think it's like how I go. Women out here proposing to men, and that is mad. How though? How? 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 How is that mad? mad. How is that mad? How is that mad? I could never. I think that's why I'm saying that. I could never. (laughs) I I know because like she's going after what she wants now. You know. Oh, and then the men, oh my God, the ones I've seen just is, oh, the men will just be standing there looking stupid, not seeing anything. And, oh, that's just, I don't know, worst nightmare. Me propose to a man. Mm-mm. So what's that about proposing to you, Carl? What about us? Like, you think it's easy? Yeah, you, yeah. you guys got it. You guys got it. Nah, it needs to do, that culture needs to change, man. I beg, <laughs> like, what? Women should propose to us, you know. Like, women should shoot their shot too. Like, ah. You oh, shooting me? your shot, yes, that one there. I'm down. That one is the final shot now, you know. Game winner, yes. you know. I'm weak. <laughs> In time, last minute header. That's the one that you secure. <laughs> and if you really want that guy, shoot your shot, you know. Propose. Hey. Hey. Down one knee. Yo, I hear you. Ah, it's dangerous. Eh? Yes. <laughs> it's dangerous. 
Because what if he says no? Then you're just standing there. (laughs) It's funny that we got to... I I think these people that be doing these proposals, right? I think they be lying. Oh, really? It's not like... I'm not saying they're lying. They knew they'd been married for a while. You know what I mean? All these, oh my God, he proposed. You knew. Like, women, women be really like giving their partners hints for the longest time. Uh-uh. Funny as fuck. It's like it's like it's, you see that ultimatum. Giving that ultimatum on the loop. You know. Mm, I mean, that's... No, give, yeah. Now the difference they be giving that ultimatum. That's why they be Whoa. crying. Oh, I know a babe in that Columbus that <laughs> gave. I'm busy for you, bro. Bro, that gave her nigga ultimatum to propose. Like, and... wait, wait. What did you say? Hey, babe, like, we know her. I don't want to say her name here. Like, <laughs> we know her. Like, she gave her nigga ultimatum oh, wow. Before you knew it, I saw a proposal, like, the proposal on Insta. And hey. I was thinking, I mean, that's how it goes. She applied that pressure, like. Yeah. Of course. See, that was her shot. I'm fucking crying, though. And it's funny because we know we, we both know the girl. Like you'll be weak yeah. as fuck if I tell you the blame last year. Like but no, I'm pretty sure I, I you know what I know now, but even even the even um what are we talking about? But even applying pressure though, is is that like a is it is it bad? Josephine, from your perspective, do you think it's bad for women to no. apply? Yeah. Not at all. If I'm ready, I know what I want. Let's do it. But I mean, I don't think that's a bad thing. I mean, ah, and, right. and if, if the guy is ready, the thing about it too is that like the guy just has to be sure because that's why as a man too, like that's why we too we cannot be playing too. Like you know, if you if you are with a woman like that and you want, you know, you have to know if you want because I. What I'm trying to say is don't be in a situation where like someone's applying pressure and you succumb to the pressure as opposed to some, doing oh, something. Oh yeah. You know, That's because some point. guys who can do that, you know, because of because I was watching one move, I was watching one movie and and I know it's just a movie, but this guy married a girl because she caught the case for him. Solely because she caught the case for him. You hey. understand? And it's not it, 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 of course he wasn't gonna marry her, but when she caught the case, she went to jail. And came back, you know, and he married her. He was like, Oh my god, like, and Nico's asking, like, bro, like, I can't believe you're getting married. Damn, she got a kiss from me, bro. Of course. You know what I mean? It wasn't really about whether he loved that or any of that type of stuff, you know. Maybe so like that applying pressure expresses his love. Huh? Maybe maybe that's how he expresses his love. Okay, Th- that's what I'm trying to like, you know, uh understand too. So because applying pressure and somebody says yes is that him saying he loves you oh. or does he want to marry you hmm. you know that's a good point i think we all know our, well we should all know our partners and know how they are so that in that situation we have that sense of discernment like we can really tell if it's really about love or if it's really about the pressure i think you know you all know your partners to an extent so you can tell that at least you should be able to is what i think yeah but i don't still feel like they should put pressure on you though like ah like is it really that like because we've been living we've been 
together for a while, like everything has been smooth. Like, what's the ring going to add to it? Like, because I can get you a ring that's going to cheat on you. Oh, if he's going to cheat, he'll cheat. Is that what you said? Like, yeah, like you can, the person can get you a ring and still like do some fuckery. Like, so it doesn't really guarantee anything, is what I'm saying. Like, like I mean, that's what I personally feel. Yeah, but that should be crazy, bro. Because I was watching, you know, that young famous African show, right? Oh, I finished it. And that, you finished it. Thank you. I finished it. Thank you. That girl, what's her name? Two Faces' wife. Annie. Oh, Annie. Annie. Exactly. You could tell, like, she really wanted to, to, that's probably what she wanted. For for what she probably went through with that nigga, she wanted to marry. She wanted, I know that, I know they're getting married, but, like, I bet the first time they got married, right? She probably just wanted to marry, like, you know, get married to this nigga, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then as she's married, so she can go out and she can't even get her husband and shit. While everybody knows that this guy has kids on kids. Yes. Bro, she, she, yes. she said that, like, their kid, their first kid, even though he, she met him before or something, was like, yeah, his fifth kid or something like that. I was like, <laughs> yes. Yes. Bro. It's <laughs> so it's like, She's so proud of her marriage, like she is, and that's what so I'm saying. Proud. So, like, so, so those kind of women, I'm saying, like, <laughs> or those kind of people, and I'm not saying women, like, do you like just is is give them that marriage so they can be okay? Because that's what they because it does no, sometimes like this no. tie to and like because now she can be part of oh I'm ma- I, I'm like I'm married and that's my husband and those those type of things. You know, I mean, it's kind of like settling for like that type of thing. It's is that a partnership. How it is, or... I don't think you should ever settle. I think everybody should go for what they want. Like, if I'm, I want to get married. I'm dating someone. I'm ready, and I'm giving him the pressure. It's also his obligation to tell me, no, I don't want to get married, or I'm not ready to be married, so that we all know our place. Right. Simple. Straight up. Right. Okay. But any is delusional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any is kind of crazy though. Hey, what kind of life is that? I mean, I can't judge. Switch yeah. is on. Right. Anyways. Yeah, I mean, I think that was it, man. Like yeah. that was the last topic I really had. Like, um, you, I mean, we don't have to play any sleepers, but what any nah. song you guys wanna wanna just recommend for people to go check out that they might be sleeping on? Um, this one, Nifkey's. Um, Nifkis and Ricardo Banks, Man of the Year. Man of the Year, okay. Um, Josephine, what about you? It's not a sleeper, but Mogbe, um, Boja and Tiwa, I love that song. Mm. Um, for me, mine is more hip hop. Um, this ambition, um, ambition for cash song by Key Glock. It's just mad, like you cut off a bit. Hmm? Oh no, I you said that for me, the, the song I've been listening to the most this past couple of days is this ambition for cash song by Key Glock. I know that's not our usual Afro beats, but to me that song is a fucking bagger, man. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, see you guys later, man.
This is from Lagos for Love.